single-handedly broke up my marriage. You're an awful person. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you're listening to unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Mendes. Ari but it's good for us to sit in a sauna and sweat. That's we right. It. We're sweating out all the toxins, toxins. The quarantine toxins. Yeah, the uh, Postmates. You've still been doing shit, right? You've been recording your podcast from your studio, going to kill Tony. So you don't care much about. Dying. No, I do. I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. It, it, I, I don't. It's I, okay if you don't. I. Uh, I. I did and then I didn't and I keep on going back and forth like uh what a family member uh his like I think you know it's only for sick people and blah 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 older people but I have a family member my cousin and his girlfriend 17 in high school about, just graduated your cousin's girlfriend is 17 yeah how old's he 17 oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but uh he uh he uh what was i gonna say oh she she got it she started having chest pains a couple days later she went to the hospital then she got into a ventilator she died like in five days and she was like captain of like her swim team healthy 17 year old lady as fuck no asthma a girl a girl yeah i mean they are weaker by is he out of recording i want to make sure we pick that up (laughs) okay you know, weaker by nature, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, they could take the extreme cases of anything. Yeah. And they'll scare the shit out of you. Right. If you all you watched was people getting attacked by sharks, you'd be scared to go into the beach every right. day. Yeah, I've read something today like, you know, the flu kills like something like 24,000 people a year. No, more than that. I think it's like 40 to 60,000 in it? the United States. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe yeah, I got 24 them. is maybe like a really low year. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but then... They said, like, you know, Corona's killed over 100,000 in mm-hmm. three months. You know, so it, it, I, I, I mean, I, I take it a little serious. And now, go up but and down. to play the right winger here, mm-hmm. there's been 100,000 in three months, mm-hmm. but they've been checking for it immensely. Right. Whereas I imagine during the flu season, a normal year, if someone who's 85 dies, they don't go, he died of the flu. They go, he's 85 yeah. and he got sick and died. Right. Whereas now, if someone gets is eighty five, sure, I mean, it's true, and, and that's why I go back and forth. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm not su- like recently. I've been like almost forgetting about it. Like I'll go to Starbucks and I won't have a mask on. And they're like, "Dude, put a mask." I'm like, yeah. "Oh yeah." Oh, sorry, or yeah. I'll come home and I used to be like, "Wash my hands," you know, and I have like hand sanitizer in my car, and I'll be like, "Holy shit, I haven't washed my hands on." You know, I went to the <laughs> store. Like, what am I doing? You yeah, know? people I'm have definitely sloppy. been lacking, especially since all the protests. Right. I feel like that just changed the game. Yeah. Because everyone now is just like, we don't care about Corona anymore. Yeah. Racism is more important. I know. And I I wonder if, like, if we're going to see in, like, two weeks if we are going to see that jump. Jump. Because, I mean, they did say yesterday, like, Los Angeles is on, like, this city list of places that are having more deaths. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, like, going back up again. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. But, I mean, the sun is supposed to kill it, and it's so it's 100 degrees right now. Or that was, like, a theory that it might. But There was also a theory. It it stayed on, like, uh, you know, like your phone and shit like that. And then they said yesterday that that doesn't Yeah, now they're saying the percentage of death is way lower, and if you're asymptomatic, you can't spread it or it's hard to spread it. So, basically, they're saying what I've been saying all along is quit freaking out and live your life unless you're over 80 years old. Or if you live by a 5G tower. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> How's your girlfriend feel about it all? 
Uh, she's same as you? Same, yeah. We're, so she's kind of worried, but not really. Yeah. But goes back and forth. Right. We're, like, I'm th- the last thing I'm thinking about right now is Corona, really. I'm more concerned about, like, like your studio, you know, like during all these, you know, oh, yeah. protests. You stuff. texted me the video. <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking of you. Like, yeah. I was just like, wait a second. Isn't that right where Ari's studio I literally is? didn't know until you said, I was like, holy shit, because, yeah, Red Band texted me a video. You were on the news. Your people. <laughs> people were looting the place downstairs. Yeah, yeah looting this building. <laughs> and so I immediately, I have that little security camera right yeah, there. Yeah. So I immediately connected into that, saw that the microphones were still here. I'm like, well, if they looted this place... Wouldn't they take these? It's yeah. like the only expensive thing I have in here. Yeah. Even I went to my studio and just cleared out that night. Just cleared out everything out of my studio. Oh, really? Like and all just my equipment. Yeah. Put it in, in suitcases. It was the biggest pain in the ass to hook back up yesterday. Yeah, but, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but at least you got to reorganize and yeah. didn't lose thousands of dollars. But you didn't right. get looted, right? No. Okay. But Burbank, like... But they there did, was they did come to Burbank. Yeah, there's a gun, two gun stores on both sides of my studio. Oh, perfect. Yeah, and uh, they tried to break into one of the gun stores really? next to my house. Yeah, and I guess the guy was just sitting there with a gun going, get the fuck out of here, you know? And they That's arrested awesome. 14 people that night. So I was, it was probably a good idea. To- it is the first time since I've lived in L.A. because I keep a shotgun hanging over my bed. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time that I loaded the shotgun. Oh, really? And kept it next to my bed wow. instead of above my bed. Wow. Yeah, yeah I was like two nights. That, that night, those two nights... I was freaked out. Like the first night, uh, when when it got really sh- crazy out over here, um, there was like people in my backyard that you could tell they didn't live in my neighborhood. Like I have a mm-hmm. security cams all over my house, but I have this alleyway, and you know, like maybe three people uh, walk that during at night. You know, yeah. you'll see three people walk down there. There was just gangs of people running up and down, and I'm like, why mm-hmm. are all these people in my neighborhood? <laughs> I was like getting fucking freaked out. The protests have gone right by my apartment building. Twice, yeah, Yeah, just like thousands of people walking by, and every time I've gone outside, just stood next to my car and watched just to make sure no one breaks my windows or something. Yeah, um, Tony Hinchcliffe, he lives down the street somewhere by by uh, the farmers market. He said he woke up and he said it was one of the worst nights ever. Just people screaming. He saw people everywhere all around his house. The next morning, his coffee shop's gone. Like his his groceries, Whole Foods is destroyed. Like every single store that he goes to every day and every person he talks to on a regular basis, their shit's gone. Damn. Like, just like a bomb went off. I know that a lot of people are, or are pro-looting because they're saying it's part of the movement. I think I saw Brian Simpson post some. And stuff. I'm not pro looting. Really? Pro looting is because they're of- saying it's part of, you know, this is how we're making a statement. This is how we're showing how important this cause is. Yeah. I, and, I, you know, I uh, I thought about that the other day and I kind of get what, where they're coming from. I got it where they're coming from, but, but I, I still don't agree. For it. Yeah. I'm not yeah, for I'm it. Not for There's crime. other ways to do it. And I think all <laughs> the people that were for looting are now more quiet because I think they realized a lot of people are looting yeah. or just pieces of shit. Pieces of shit. And, and white these, are like, these are like these are like black owned businesses. Right. And yeah, this yeah, is everything they have. Uh-huh. And now half these businesses are not opening up again, by the way. Right. Like 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 you see all, like coming here, I think maybe mo- more than seventy five percent of all the stores I, I went by had boards on their windows from smashed mm-hmm. windows and stuff. And I bet half those places aren't gonna open back up because for sure. Yeah they're dude s- swingers. Yeah, Jesus! I can't believe that place shut down. That mean that means that makes to me, no sense. Some the owner of that business was p- terrible with money because that place was making money. Yeah, for sure. There was a wait every time I went there at two in the morning. There yeah. was a wait. Yeah. yeah, everyone I know goes there. If that place isn't making money, they're doing something wrong. I don't yeah. even feel bad for them. Yeah, I like Starbucks announced today that they were closing 400 stores. And I was like, oh, my God, Starbucks is affected by this. But if you read like the rest of it, it says 
And they've cut down how many stores they're opening up this year <laughs> by 50%. They're only opening up 300 stores. So I'm like, wait, they're closing 400 stores and opening 300 stores. I know. I was like, that Starbucks probably closes 400 stores anyway. Right. At it's probably moment. all the ones that were torn and burned down from all these mm-hmm. protests. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad your studio's safe. I'm glad. Me too. I'm glad everyone we know. I don't think we know anyone who died of Corona no. in the comedy community. No, I know a couple people that got it. Yeah, like I thought maybe like Joe Coy or Brian Scalaro it. would die or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah, I, I was worried about a few of my friends. Definitely, like Joey Diaz. <laughs> Joey Diaz. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like I thought it could have been him. <laughs> I mean, Lee, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> they could have died together. Wouldn't that be the cutest, oh sweetest podcast? That would be so sad. No, but if they died like holding hands together, that <laughs> would. I'm not I hold my hand. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, did you take your drone? I know you made that funny drone video. That oh, was one yeah, of yeah. my favorite videos, dude. dude it was crazy. So, so to me, it was like a throwaway idea. I was right. literally, I was literally up here on the roof of this podcast here, and all the r- protests were going past it. Yeah. So I was like, I should get drone footage of it. And I just got in the drone right. a couple days ago. So Were I, you nervous? Because I know. I was. I was very nervous. Like, I didn't want to do it alone. So I had my neighbor Alex come with me. Mm-hmm. And I was just scared that someone was going to throw something at it or a cop would shoot it down. I didn't mm-hmm. know. I was like, right. also, according, I found out this after, but according to FAA regulations, you're not allowed to fly a drone over people. Oh. So I was actually breaking the law wow. shooting that video. But there was tons of drones out there. I wasn't the only one. Uh, okay. Um, but yeah, I just. I was literally recording, and then I was like, hey, how funny would it be if I made a drone like review video, <laughs> and this was the footage. I was like, hey, today we're going to be – and so initially that was the idea, and then Santino gave me the idea to pretend like I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> which, which goes perfect with all your other stuff, you know? Like, uh, yeah. That was beautiful. Now, I haven't had a drone. I'm like – Dude, those, like, I you want have to, to get the one been, I got. It's you got the G- sick. I got DJ the Mavic Air, Air 2. 2. Yeah. It's only – I mean, it's still a lot, but it's $1,000 for right. the package, which is a lot. But for what it is – I heard it's the best one out you, right now it, for the money. You, it comes with three batteries. They each last a half hour. And you feel like a pilot mm-hmm. flying around. Like you could literally fly it for miles away from it. goes for it's so fast, it's so stable, it's small, it fits in a backpack, so you could take it anywhere. And I got, I mean, you saw the footage, that was all footage I actually got, right. except for the one shot of the people looting. I wasn't there for that, but right. uh, Do, don't you have to like, footage. don't you like, there's only like another thing besides flying over people, I heard there's only place, small amount of places you can actually fly, like parks. I think technically. You're not allowed to really fly so, over. Yeah, by the actual law, you're not supposed to fly in airspace where there's other aircrafts. Mm-hmm. And in L.A., there's other aircrafts everywhere. Right. So like over my apartment, there's always helicopters and little planes and same with here. So I think technically – you're not supposed to, but I've just been doing it. But doesn't it register it with like? I registered it with the FAA, but I don't think they keep track of these little drones. I, there's no way they can. There's so many of them. I also kept it below. I wasn't flying as high as a helicopter. I was flying right. like 150 feet. Right. And you're also technically supposed to keep it a rule is within line of sight. You're not supposed. If you're the drone leaves your actual eyesight, you're that's technically breaking the rules, and I break that rule all the time. Yeah, because my I know somebody that bought one, and he's just like, dude, there's like two places to go within like 50 miles that I'm allowed to fly, and I'm yeah. just like, oh well. Yeah, I think by law it's yeah. pretty strict, but I, yeah, I've just been breaking it. There's that's even great. the cheaper one that's five hundred dollars where you don't even have to register with the FAA. So I was thinking about getting that one too. Oh really? So that way I'm not breaking any rules. Huh. A bad video probably. 
Uh, it's two. It's two point seven k instead of four k, but I think it's still pretty good. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. That that footage looked great, man. It looked really yeah. professional. It has and ND stuff. filters. It's great. It shoots in flat image profile. It's uh, that's it's great. You should have got, sh- the, got that. You should have did some footage from the one the other day that we were supposed to do a podcast, and it was like the largest protest ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see that? There's that. I didn't that, even see did it, but there's so through, many yeah. through. Yeah, there's so many. And then also, I used it for that dumb sketch where I beat up Stephen Curry. Yeah, that yeah. was great. Yeah, there were some drone shots there. 20, so I. I think you'd have fun with it. That literally, the first day using it, I go, this was worth it. Really? It was worth $1,000. Just because yeah. it's even without recording, just flying around and watching the video on your phone. Mm-hmm. This it's is cool. just, you feel like a pilot. Yeah, I know. It's so cool. I've almost bought one so many times, but I, I, I just feel like that's one of those. I have, I, I feel like you are kind of the same way. Like, uh, we love like gadgets, t- gadgets and yeah. tech and shit. And there's been so many times where I'm just like, oh, I'm going to buy this and I buy something like a camera. And then, and then I, it's outdated two I, yeah, months later. I, I, and I oh never use it after it's outdated. I'm like, fuck this camera, you know? And That's then I've technology used it yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's the worst. All cameras, computers. I think it happens the most with computers. Yeah. I'll buy a MacBook and then the next MacBook comes out. 16-inch comes out. I'm like, yeah. I want a 16-inch. I got the 16-inch. Yeah, me too. It's yeah. a good one. It's pretty good. Yeah. How many MacBooks do you have just laying around? I have- I'm So I think I'm better <laughs> than you in this regard. Uh-oh. Well, I think I'm just more poor than you. Right. But I sell bef- – I make a rule of myself like before I can reward myself with a new MacBook, I have to sell my old one. Mm-hmm. So even if I don't get much for it, I sell the old ones. I usually give my old one to my girlfriend – or I'll replace one of my computers in my studio with right. that one. Yeah. And so there's like you a filter a, a down. System, yeah. But so but then when it gets down to the bottom, it's like, well, I have like three MacBooks that are just useless. And like if I sell them, like it's even worth it. Yeah, like, what you do might I get a hundred bucks yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um but the cool thing is with podcast equipment, it seems to right. last a little longer. Yeah. Like the SM7B has been out since the seventies. Yeah, exactly. It's one of the best mics. Yeah, and, and it's and still the best. Stuff. That's yeah, crazy to me right. that, that Yeah, my microphone. shit usually breaks before I then I have to buy like something else. Like I have so many mixers. I have a wall of mixers. Do you still give people podcast advice or do you ignore people when they ask you for it? I mean I do. I usually direct people to YouTube, you know, uh-huh. like nowadays it's like anything yeah, you want is better. on YouTube. Like I probably get maybe once every week, two weeks, I probably get, hey man, can you help me out? I need to, I'm going to start a studio in my house. I like that email cut and paste a million times from like so many people. And I usually give them the Oh, base. so you literally just have an email you send to people. No, 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 no. I mean, it's, oh. it's like the exact same oh, like, yeah, yeah. question from, you know, a million times. And it's like, I, I kind of give them like the basics, like, you know, if I would start off small. I always tell people to start off small. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, you know what? Uh, just buy a super cheap mixer, cheap mics, or do it on your iPhone using your voice recorder. Mm-hmm. Do it five times. If you do it every week for five times, then upgrade yourself a little bit more. I just know too many people that probably go in and spend $3,000 by a studio. And they're just like we were talking about. Mm-hmm. They do two podcasts and never touch it again. Yeah. and Because it, it's more about making yourself do it than it is actually what you're using. Consistency, Consistency. is the hardest thing. And even with myself, I've been doing my podcast for a few years now, but the first couple of years, I maybe did one every three months right. or yeah. something. And then this year, for the first time, I forced myself. I was like, you know what? I'm doing it weekly yeah. no matter what. And I think it's been a good exercise. Yeah, it's great. It's hard to do though sometimes, especially mm-hmm. like you know you wake up, it's like man, I got. It's hard to do during quarantine too, yeah. because so my friend Marco books uh, a lot of the guests for me, mm-hmm. and he says that he's been emailing publicists and they've been getting upset that we want them to come during Corona, like no coming back with a little attitude. Oh really? 
And he, he some said, people, some people are a little spicy about the subjects too. I noticed. yeah, it's like I forget that we live in LA, and yeah. it's become this liberal issue where if you say, "Hey, do you want to meet up?" They yeah. not only do they say no, but they look at you like you're a murderer. Yeah, and I so. refuse to do Zoom. Like me too. Uh, like yeah. I, I got one today. Mm-hmm. You do a Zoom, I'm like nope. I, I just usually ignore it. Mm-hmm. I'm against it. I don't do Zoom no stand-up to, shows. I yeah. don't do Zoom podcasts. I'm against Zoom stand-up shows. Mm-hmm. One, why are you putting your material online in such a shitty format anyways? Yeah. You know, well, you're going to have a Netflix special later. Don't you want to have that? Mm-hmm. Your, your shit's already out there. On, like, Zoom. on, Zoom. on Zoom recording. And so, like, no one's going to come back and listen to that podcast if they know it's a quarantine episode, if there's Zoom quality in it. You know, like, have mm-hmm. you tried to listen to a podcast that somebody's doing over Zoom? It's crap. Wait, but yeah. isn't Kill Tony doing that? Uh, well, most of ours is in studio but then we yeah. have people call in the one minute the one people minute are one, like they put they send one minute of video so that's not but then we interview them for like eight minutes and that is uh-huh. and like i you know they're fine these episodes yeah, are and fine it's like what can you what you else can to we do, do that yeah yeah, yeah yeah but uh i'm yeah i'm against it uh for the most part I yeah don't even before quarantine because you would yeah. get requests like hey will you do my podcast over skype because their podcast is located on the east coast i go hey if i'm ever in your area i'll do it in person right but yeah, I don't want to. I agree. Do those? That's so I've done a couple. That, well, that's so but. funny that we both both think that because I don't think we've talked about this. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> it's just here's why. Here's why for me, I wouldn't watch one. Right. It, even if it was my favorite person, if exactly. it was if it was you, if it was Louis C.K., if it was one of my favorite comedians on a Zoom podcast, I'm not listening to that. Yeah. So why would I do it if I I'm agree. not going to listen to it? There's so much over talking to because like half the half of what a podcast is watching the other person, seeing where your cues are to talk. Mm-hmm. But when it's Zoom, you're, there's so much talking over. There's two people talking at once. There's gargling. It's mm-hmm. it's connection issues. I, it, it's connection. Yeah. It's just. Shit. Even it's if the they're both using shit. microphones, it sounds like they're talking over the phone. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's shit. Like, actually, uh, perfect example. Uh, this is actually an interesting story uh, that's inside info. I don't think Ooh. anyone has this knowledge. So, the latest episode of WTF with Mark Marin is with Jerry Seinfeld. Oh. And fun fact is uh, Jerry doesn't like Mark Marin. Oh, really? Never wanted to do his podcast, has turned it down, has been offered it plenty of times, has always said no. So I saw that episode pop up, mm-hmm. and I was like, I have to listen to this because I wonder what made Jerry change his mind. And it was over phone. It was oh, over the phone. So he that's what made him change his mind. Yeah, he didn't have to go Holly. actually meet up well, with he's him. Like, so this is my out. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to be <laughs> he's like, oh, I'll just get it out of the way. That's awesome. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld's a dick. That's what I've heard. I've never <laughs> met him. I heard another story from Barry Katz. Um, where Louis C.K. was open was Barry Katz's client, and he was opening up for Jerry Seinfeld. And this was Jerry was famous, but he wasn't megastar famous, right? But he was still doing a theater, so he was pretty famous. Louis was opening. The show was supposed to start. I don't remember. Let's say eight o'clock. Eight o'clock turns. It hits, and they're still seating people, which happens almost every show I think I've ever done starts late unless there's another show right after. So it's supposed to start, but they're only 30% done seating the audience. So Jerry goes, hey, we're supposed to start. And Barry was like, oh, yeah, they still need to seat people. And he goes, that's why we have a fucking opener. And then made Louie go out there while, wow. they're, while they're still. What a dick. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, It's just a story I heard. I wasn't there, so um, it could be fake, but it no, sounded that real. Sounds, that sounds about yeah. right. And, and like, I didn't never thought he was a dick. 
until his own show, Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee. But if you just watch that show, he's a cunt in that show. <laughs> like, like he doesn't hide it. Like, but some <laughs> of his, and some of him being a dick makes me laugh. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. there was that video with, what's that girl? Was it Keisha or something? He was on a red carpet. And some lady comes up to him, some pop star, to give him a hug. And he goes, I don't, I'm not hugging you. I don't know who you are. And refuses to hug this girl. Wow. And it went viral because it's like this famous thing. goes, hilarious. oh, my God, give me a hug. And Jerry goes, no. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I mean, it is funny that he is a dick. But, it like, can you imagine working with him or having to work around? Like, I feel like that would be a nightmare. Yeah, he could be a prima donna or yeah. something, especially since he's been working for so long and knows – that he doesn't need to he doesn't need to work he's yeah. literally working for fun who does that that's kind of cool though <laughs> that's that makes me respect him that he's if you a are so rich would you still work like if, if i you, was a billionaire i no, would not do comedy no, and, anymore it, i would probably work but it would be like no uh i would make create a smoothie stand on my island <laughs> you know <laughs> or, a smoothie you know? stand that loses money but i just want to own a business right right okay. just, so i could have free smoothies yeah, every day ices yeah definitely. uh what about the story of jerry Seinfeld? oh were you there when he performed at the comedy store a few times yeah you know my story right? oh yeah you were in the room yeah you shout out a question what you ask him again did you ask him some dumbass question yeah well i was drunk of yeah. course and he, he was the first time he was back in like 30 years you know there's this was like maybe two, three years ago i don't know and he was like hey, doing his question and answer thing at the end yeah. uh-huh. and everyone was like answer, asking stupid questions like what's your favorite cereal <laughs> yeah, and yeah. stuff like it was, that it was <laughs> so dumb. dumb it was frustrating and this woman's like i was sitting on the floor next to jeff uh his the keyboardist mm-hmm. and uh this woman sitting over here was like i just heard her go i wish somebody would ask something funny this is stupid or something like she was like complaining so i'm like all right i'm gonna do this and so i go hey jerry uh do you wipe your butt standing or sitting down <laughs> And the, the problem is that he didn't hear me the first time. And so yeah. everyone in the room heard me except him. And everyone's like, oh, my God, what? why are you asking Jerry this? <laughs> and, and then and then I, I said it again. He's like, what would you say? And I go, and I said it again. And he goes, I can't hear you. And, I, and, and then oh, I decided a third time. Like I mean, looking back at it, he probably was doing it on purpose. And then, and then the third time he goes, what? what about my wife? And I'm just like, so then I scream it. And he goes, you don't have to scream. I'm like three feet away. And I'm like, well, you can't hear me. So he was right? just and fucking with you. Maybe. Like- and then I go, do you wipe your butt standing or sitting down? And he goes, oh, I wipe it standing up. Or no, I wipe it sitting down. No, standing up. And then I walk around. <laughs> and like he said something weird about what he does and then walks around. And then uh, I remember everyone's pissed off at me. Like I, like, I think Adam <laughs> get, was like, he's about to ban me. And like, really, every, he like, was that I, pissed? I mean, people were pissed off. Like, I remember being in the room were, going, "Oh my like, god!" <laughs> but but I wasn't pissed. It was just like, and then, "What's he doing?" And, uh, yeah. And then somebody in the audience. I guess record it. I think it was a comic. Somebody, some random person, sent it to me. My email address, and so that I have audio of it. Hilarious. Somewhere. And well, I, I know some comics love it, like Christina Pazitsky and Tom Segura. When they heard about it, they thought it was the funniest thing ever because they like poop. You know, everyone who doesn't. <laughs> and but, they know <laughs> Jerry's a kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the, but other comics were like, "Really, dude? I can't believe you did that." Like, like they were like serious about it. And I'm like, okay, Chill the I fuck could out. understand not liking you do that, but I couldn't understand being upset with you about it. Right? It's like, who cares? Who gives a shit? What? Who? Who are you hurting? Yeah. But I remember you. You. You have that ridiculous question. But then the question after yours was even more dumb oh, that yeah. it made me forget all about your question. Yeah. The final question of the night, the lady raises her hand and Jerry goes, what's up? And she goes, 
it's my birthday. <laughs> and like, everyone was just like, what the fuck? Like, it's not even a question. Right. And then Jerry goes, oh, it's your birthday, huh? And she goes, yeah. And he goes, this is how he got off the stage. He goes, who else here has a birthday? And there was like 15 other people who was their birthday that night. And he goes, that's how, imber- that's how important your birthday is. And he gets off the stage <laughs> and everyone just cheers. Yeah. And what's so funny is that I forgot all about that part mm-hmm. and that people retelling the story about me doing it, they go, yeah, Brian, uh, Brian pushed him off stage. Mm-hmm. After doing it was that lady. I know, I know, mm-hmm. but they all blame me. Like, oh, he left no. because of red. No, man. he took a few questions after you. Yeah, um, but yeah, that was that was a fun night. It was fun to hear him talk about how like Mitzi hated him. Yeah. <laughs> And all that Mitzi stuff. would have loved me that question. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that could be your defense. Yeah. I was just doing I, I what Mitzi would have wanted. Yeah, yeah exactly. she was just my comedy mom. I'm glad the comedy store didn't get fucked up. Uh, well, they boarded it like they, yeah. before, right? Yeah. That was smart. That would have been crazy if they like spray painted over all the names and they had to redo the whole Yeah, or names. people just started writing names all over the place. Yeah, so Mitch that. tweeted. He's like, if someone wants to spray paint my name on the wall. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just erase names. Like, should, like comics should have just done that. Like, you know, like blacked just out the black names. out all the names of people they don't like. Yeah. I almost said somebody's name. I'm glad I did. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> if you had to erase one name. Uh... <laughs> What if that's how it worked when you got passed as a paid you regular? Get to take a name you had off. to, yeah, you had to replace somebody. Uh, how cool would that be? Like if it was like a Survivor Island, <laughs> that would be that'd make it so much more dramatic. And that person can't is not a paid regular anymore right. once that happens, right? But okay. then, yeah, but, but maybe it has to be like someone from a certain era. No, or something. it doesn't. It could be, yeah, any. it could be anybody. But, but then the shitty part is then you could be like Joe Rogan, you're gone, and then <laughs> that's and then the, the name of the game. That's it's like, no, you can't do it. They have the a game. special <laughs> list that's omitted from getting blacked out, or you'd have to like, it's like a strike. So, like, uh, you know, if you want Joe Rogan, well, you got one strike on Joe Rogan. Oh, and three strikes and then yeah, he's out. Right. That'd so that means, insane. like, it's, you know, well, three regulars want that one regular out. <laughs> no one would dare strike against Joe Rogan. Even I, know, if they, uh, I mean, everyone likes Joe imagine? Rogan. I know. But, but even if they imagine? didn't, it's like. <laughs> could you imagine being the one guy? Oh, I heard you, you strike Joe Rogan. You think that's a great idea? <laughs> God, you would be a, a living hell after oh that. It's like that story, actually, Stephen Kramer Glickman told on this podcast, um, oh, like, a year ago. But. That he was the one who called Joe Rogan to tell him that he was oh, yeah. banned, and then he got yeah. just the nonstop calls. Yeah, I remember that. I remember for like, I stopped coming to the comedy store for I don't know, like five, six years or something like that. After that, and I remember you I, stopped when Joe stopped. Yeah, because okay. I thought, oh well, I'm probably banned also since I'm the one that made the video. Yeah, actually, you would think so, <laughs> huh? But you weren't. Or uh, you were? I was never officially banned, but I was banned by proxy. I mean, it's right. what I thought. But I didn't even want to go there anyway. After that uh-huh. happened, right? Like, you know, yeah. all of us kind of left. Uh, but I remember for like years after that, every time. Uh, I drove by the comedy store. I said, I would like yell Joe Rogan's name out and stuff like that. And people go, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, you would just literally and, drive by and go, Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah. I forget what it was. I said something Joe Rogan or, or uh, I can't remember what it was now, but something about you know, Joe Rogan. Bring back Joe Rogan or long, you know. Long, long, long Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it was. But I remember always doing it. And just people, people would do that now and it actually wouldn't be weird even though he's back. Right. If someone yeah. yelled out long yeah, live Joe yeah. Rogan people would be like yep he's got yeah. a lot of fans yeah. people are like <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> was that um, video a planned event no uh, I used to always record videos at the comedy store you mm-hmm. know like that was my, that's what I got hired to do from Joe and moved right. out from Ohio 
And then maybe like a couple months before that happened, Polly got pissed off at me and Joe for doing for filming. That. For, he's like, dude, you're making a TV show. You know, you, you know, you can't, you can't just be recording it. You know, this is, you, you know, you can't make a TV show. Mm. And we we're like, I don't think he understood what we were doing. We we're right. making videos for MySpace. You yeah, know, like, you, were basically, <laughs> you were basically like not vlogging, but right. kind of like more yeah, closer just, to vlogging. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he banned us from filming there. And I mean, it, you, looking back at it, it was kind of weird. Now that I know the comedy store, way different. Um, because, like, every time you would do a set, I would set a tripod up in the back of the OR and record him, you know. Like, I would record every set. I would record, you know, him hanging out with the fans out on the patio. Like, I would just follow him around with And the at this time, just to put it into context, he was famous, but he wasn't he was what Fear he Factor is now. Famous. Yeah, he wasn't. It wasn't right. the same level. Right, right. right. No, yeah. no, no. This is, he was, though, pretty famous from Fear Factor. That was yeah. pretty big. Uh but then, so he, Polly said no more cameras. And so that just made me, me and Joe, like Joe goes, okay, now we have to find the smallest cameras that we can buy <laughs> with the best resolution. So I had all these like Sony, like f those little flip camera things. and Just had, the like, tiniest camcorders you can get. Just Yeah, they weren't even cameras. They were cameras that did video. You know, like those little uh, like, oh, like you know, point, point and shoots. shoots. Point and shoots. So I had like two point and shoots on me. I did have one little camcorder. I had like. Two cell phones that could do because there were no GoPros at this time. Yeah, right? there was no GoPros, yeah. and like it was when cell phone had the first one that came out that did video. So it was really it bad. was like the Motorola, but really bad yeah. video, right? Yeah. Really VGA shitty video. Quality. Yeah, if you watch the yeah. if you watch the the video, Carlos Mencia versus Joe Rogan, the last two minutes was filmed because all my batteries had died were filmed on my camera or mm -hmm. my phone. And that's the one with like Steve Renazizi, Don Barris at the very end of the video. So you could see the quality. But uh, so I always had cameras on me. And once in a while, I'd pull it out and be like, look around, be like, pull it out and film a little of Joe mm -hmm. doing something. Now, when you were paranoid about filming at the comedy store because Polly said you couldn't. Mm -hmm. Were you looking like did all the managers know to stop you from filming or were all you just looking around care. for Polly? It was only Polly and Dean. Got it. You remember Dean? I, I, I didn't know Dean, but, but I know. Yeah, he, yeah, I think I met him. They were like buddies, been, yeah. best buddies. So those are the only two I worry about. Like Richie was on my seat and give. You, yeah, yeah, no one else. Cared. No one else cared. Uh, so I didn't really do it much, though. It was only for emergencies. Like if somebody, mm -hmm. you uh, had it ready to go if you needed. Yeah. To. So if because Joe had a lot of crazy fans, so like once in a while, like it was almost like an insurance thing. Yeah. Like, you know. Um, and then that that day. Ari Shafir comes running out. I'm on the front patio, and Ari goes, do you have any cameras on you? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, dude, come in right now. Joe and Mark Carlos are on stage. And so I run in, and and I start, like, I just hook up my camera, and yeah. I start filming it and stuff like that. I remember Kurt Fox came up to me and goes, bro, you need to put that away. And he tried to, like, like, and I'm like, dude, get oh, the fuck he's away good friends from with Polly, too. He was working on the show at that time. On, on, on Mind of Mencia. Oh, God. And so it. he tried to stop it. Thank God he didn't, because I would have mm -hmm. changed everything. But, uh... And then, luckily, I got the audio from that night from somebody else, and uh, so I could build the story more, you know. Then, uh, oh, so the audio you had to sync the audio, a I had different to sync audio, the audio, yeah. Oh wow, because I because I, I didn't get the beginning part of it, uh -huh. you know. So uh, I had to use the audio to kind of build the story around right. it. And they got you know the audio that I was given was better than my camera audio, but still mm -hmm. kind of sucked. And back yeah. then there wasn't like Logic Pro that right. all those fun filters and shit. So I've always wanted to go back and re-edit it because there was- <laughs> Remastered. Well, well the God, funny thing is I, that, I, that night I went home mm -hmm. and spent maybe eight hours all night. I think I, I think I was done around eight in the morning or something like that. And I stayed up all night, edited it. Then I just hit upload, went to bed. 
woke up. But uploaded public. Yeah, public. Yeah. Woke up like um, six hours later, eight hours later. I'm like, oh, I wonder if that video uploaded already. <laughs> woke up. And back then, no video got that many hits. You know, right. There was like, I think, Two million hits when I woke up on it already. Jeez. Yeah. It so was, it went. It was already viral. on TMZ. It was already like all over the news. It was like, like I woke up to like. So insanity. did you instantly call Joe? Oh, I, I had like a, a thousand mixed texts from Joe. Like I woke up. I'm like, and what was the, he stoked about it or was he like take yeah, this down? He was, no, he was. Oh. He was fucking cloud nine. This is okay. what we've been trying to do for so long because everyone has known up to that. You point. You took down a monster. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We had known about this for a lot of comics had already known about Carlos for a long mm -hmm. time, you know, so it was kind of like finally something that people are finally realizing. Yeah. You know? but, That's so, and what's uh, crazy, though, is that I had all this extra footage and I was going to make a part two. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I, I'm too tired. I just, right. This is enough. Yeah. I'll just make a part two of it. And so I was like, I have a whole another chunk of footage that no one's ever seen. But that day or the day after Adam Carolla, when he had the radio show, contacted me goes can you come on my show and talk about this video and even on the show i'm just like well wait i have a part two about to release and carlos people heard it and then they threatened his lawyers after me like if you let, if you release a second part you, you know you're fucked and i was like all right fine let's stay there but the second part what, what was cool is did uh, you ever release it no i don't do you I still should, have it i should i should find i should find and do like dude a, i can't believe I you know. i know i know uh but that's <laughs> That's crazy. I know. But the second oh the second part's even better because uh after all that shit happened, Carlos wasn't even supposed to do comedy that night, by the way. He was right. not he, he was he, not even on the he lineup. Cut, he bumped someone. He bumped yeah, yeah. Kirk Fox, I think, is who he bumped. And so after all that shit was done, Carlos was destroyed. Carlos tried to do comedy stand-up after that. Mm -hmm. Like he tried to do a set for like a ten, you know, and like two minutes in the set, the whole audience started going chanting, na 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 hey hey. Oh, you goodbye. mean that night. That night, right when it the, right when Joe got off stage after fighting on stage. Carlos was Carlos still up there. stayed on stage and just tried to do stand-up comedy. But the whole audience hated his guts. They all chanted na 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 get hey goodbye, you know, and he he had to stop. And so I had all, all that on. <laughs> Dude, how have you not? How have you not put this out there? Because he's not suing you now. True. Or you feel bad for him? Is that why you have now? Put it out yeah, there? now he's injured. Now he, that could have be. You I looked could at see his that, stuff lately. That I, if if that was your reasoning for not putting out, yeah. I can understand because it's like, yeah, what's I, the I point? Mean, what's he, the point? He's, yeah, yeah. He's, I feel kind of bad for yeah. him now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a fan of watching his Instagram because it's horrible. But uh, one of the things that one of my favorite videos that he has was probably from like four months ago, and <laughs> you could tell it was like before a show. And somebody was just sitting there recording, like on, had a, like a camcorder on, like a thing. And he acted like it was his from his show from last night. And he goes on, he goes, "Hey, thanks very much, everybody." And you can tell whoever edited edited in generic laughter, like, but then stops it, like it just stops, like uh, the audio just cuts off, like there's not like a fade of laugh, you know, laugh. And you just sit there and watch it. It is the most saddest thing ever. Every wait, time wait, he tells it's him it, on stage, yeah, but and he's acting like. It's he's acting like he's performing for an audience, but it's clearly right. just him by himself. Yeah, exactly, and oh, like he's like God. pointing at people, and and you could tell that there's nobody there and stuff. Oh God! Uh, I'll, I'll send you the video. You can like put it right here. So. <laughs> 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 oh. You guys ready for a good time tonight? <laughs> Everyone will be made fun of. 
everyone. For me, my mom and dad, and a lot of things and people that you hold sacred to. You guys ready for that? Let's have a good time. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Because I, I don't think I've ever like publicly said anything about it. Because again, it's kind of like I don't want to. Well, I guess I yeah, you don't want to. But <laughs> you don't want to kick the guy while he's right, down. Yeah. And he's clearly yeah. And it, but the audio is what you have to pay attention to. Because I don't think like maybe he has like a, a cricket phone or something like he doesn't hear it on his phone. But if you put headphones, he's in, also just like an, you know, kind of an old man who's yeah. probably not good at technology, technology. And he probably watched it and was just like, "Yep, put it out. Yeah, that's good enough. Sounds that's, great to yeah. me." Yeah. <laughs> homie uh but yeah it's it's, it's you so know who sad. else has a fun uh if we're talking about kicking a guy while he's down oh, a yeah. really fun uh instagram to watch mm-hmm. that's kind of sad mm-hmm. is a dat fan oh you know i forgot about dat fan he does um yeah he does same thing he adds laugh track it's it'll be like him performing in front of a curtain in his apartment oh and no way like pretend like he's on a show and add a laugh track and and he teaches a comedy class in his apartment now, and it's just like... And he still sleeps under his, his little desk. I think he's married now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, wow. yeah, how, watching a guy who's season one of Last Comic Standing winner. Right. Even though, you know, people say he wasn't good and didn't serve or whatever, but going from a touring big headliner to teaching a comedy class in your apartment in Burbank. Ugh, comedy classes, man. Comedy classes. <laughs> I better not go there, but never mind. Yeah, I mean, my thoughts on comedy classes are... Have you ever taken one? No, I've never taken one. Good. But my thoughts... I've taken improv classes, which I didn't... They were stressed me out. I didn't like them. But uh, my thoughts on stand-up comedy classes are you definitely don't need them. Like, my advice to a new comedian would be to go do open mics and just write and perform. But some people want that supportive environment they're too scared to make yeah, the but jump. that's what open they, mics are it's just so, like but they're even too scared of that you yeah. know they want they want someone to hold their hand and say right. hey this is how you do comedy hold come here come here little boy yeah come up on you stand here you hold it like this okay but the problem is that anyone that is does comedy classes they're sculpting these people into being just as shitty as they are, because that's why they're doing comedy they can, classes. But people we know who've done comedy <laughs> classes who are funny, uh, Brody Stevens. Yes. Uh, Kirk Fox. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, it's a giant Italian guy. Giant uh, giant comedian. Italian. Sebastian. Sebastian Maniscalco. Sebastian did? Took a comedy class. Uh, Anthony Jeselnik took a comedy class. Mm. Now, that being said, I think any single one of those comedians would say, it's not the class that made me right. the comedian I am, well, I but think, that's what got their foot in the door. I think some people yeah. also just need, like, I don't know, I'm not 100% against comedy classes, but I'm more like, maybe just go to one so you understand the basics, you know? But nowadays, mm-hmm. you could just watch Kill Tony, and that's pretty yeah, much Yeah, you could watch Joe Rogan, <laughs> Kill Tony, YouTube. Mark Maron. Yeah, you could just watch YouTube. That's, <laughs> I think that's the main reason I didn't take a comedy class, is because right. I was listening to podcasting before I did comedy. Mm-hmm. And you would hear comedians talk shit about them. Talk shit about them, bringer shows, certain things. So I knew of, I was lucky and I never did bringer shows and I never did a comedy class because of people like Mark Marin and Joe Rogan who would talk about it on their podcast. Yeah, because nowadays it's a little different. YouTube is so amazing, by the way. Can we just talk about how anything, YouTube's a library now. Like oh, the, yeah. the other day. You can learn how to yeah. make a, 
Uh, the other day I watched a video of making a cement countertop. Yeah. <laughs> Anything you want or like just like like fixing stuff or like like mm-hmm. you know, you pretty much can type in anything and there's a video for it. I love it, dude. And they make it look so easy and then I go to try it and I go, "Fuck, I still need to hire someone." To, even <laughs> though they're showing me how to do it, I yeah. still want to hire someone to do this. Yeah. Do you watch a lot of YouTube? A lot of YouTube, I've, yeah. I've gotten to the point where I watch more YouTube than like Hulu or Netflix. Same. Now. And uh it's amazing cuz I'll I'll constantly find shows and I'm like, how am I enjoying watching this? Like, there, this is how nerdy I am. You you might like this, actually. I'm sure I would, this, yeah. this guy just buys, uh, he fixes, like, electronics. And he... Uh, the guy who fixes Nintendo Switches? Yes. Yeah, I've watched that guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you could just be like, I bought 10 Xboxes. Yeah, 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 he literally has a video. He's like, okay, so I just bought this pack of 10 broken Switches. Yeah. Let's go through each one and That's see him. what's wrong with them. And then he go, the first he undoes them all and he's like, okay, this one needs a new battery. This one needs a new motherboard. Yes. This one these and this, oh. and then he goes through and fixes them. Then he sells them on eBay, tells you how much he spent, how much money he made. Right, and it comes out to be like so not worth it to it's me. It's totally not he'll, worth he'll, it. He'll, he's he'll making like, more money on the videos than yeah, he is. yeah. He's like, all right, so this pack of ten, I spent twenty six hours fixing them, and I made two hundred dollars. Right. and you're just like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? Yeah, I know. But that's it. it and yeah. It's so relaxing though, just watching him like like slowly look at soldering, you know, yeah. solder points, and and just yeah. Again, it's stuff. one of those things where you're like, man, I should just buy it. A Nintendo Switch and right. fix it, but he makes it look easy. But it's yeah. so hard. That looks. That looks. That crazy. guy is might as well build one from scratch. That's crazy he that could, you probably. watched. That. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was the only one that watched oh, that. Oh, dude, I watched some. I watched this lately. I've been watching this guy. It's called uh, My Self Reliance, hmm. and it's just a Cana- a guy in Canada who lives out in the forest, and he builds cabins and just lives out in the forest but completely self-reliant doesn't go to the store for anything and just hand carves oh, shit and cooks great. meals and, and it's but he doesn't talk it's just him for an hour and a half like chopping wood wow and that's it that's, that's, all see, it. that's good too but it's beautiful uh i got one for you you might like uh i just found out this this guy it got me onto the whole genre is uh I first started watching something called Adventures with a Purpose. I don't know if you've heard that. I don't have that one. So it's this guy and this team of scuba divers, and they're trying to help the environment by getting cars out of ponds and lakes, you know, that are just sitting there uh, fucking up the water and shit. And he'll pull out these cars, and there'll be, like, a body inside. And they're like, oh, shit. Like, this guy's been missing for (laughs) two years. This is a YouTube channel? Yes, in (laughs) two years. Like, this body's been missing for two years. So they have to get the police involved. Whoa. Yeah, and it's so – because now – What's it called? It's called uh, Adventures with a Purpose. Adventures with a Purpose. And he's found, like, I think two or three bodies so far. That's so many bodies. Like, one is just a kid, and he was driving to work once, and he's been missing for two years. Uh, one one was like he's been missing for ten years, and he was just all bones and stuff. And they show the bones. No, too? They, oh. but but the one of them they did show the the bone one they did show because they were broadcasting live. But they had to go back and so if you were watching wow. it live, you saw it. That's and, so gnarly. Uh, but now they blur it out a little. But then that got me on the whole genre of there's a whole genre of people that just go scuba diving looking for treasure. Yeah, I've seen so some of that. So like, like this guy's like pulling out like five GoPros every time he goes scuba diving, like thousands of pairs of sunglasses, cell phones. Wait, that's and, what he finds down yeah. there. And he, like there's one guy uh, he finds like gun, constantly is finding guns. Like he'll find like guns that, that uh, are used in dish. murders, yeah. yeah, and stuff like that. So the cool part is like he'll find a gun. 
then call the police and then half the video is the police checking the serial number and then going, oh yeah, this was used in a murder. We've been looking for this gun, you know, and shit like that. So it's like a whole story. That's so uh, cool. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's, I love, I never thought I would like YouTube videos that much, but yeah, I like, nowadays, I even like vloggers now. Yeah. I'll watch like David Dorbrick and yeah. these corny vloggers that mm -hmm. just film their day, but they're, they've mastered it. Yeah. They'll film because it, it's so entertaining because they'll film themselves for like 30 hours and then they'll cut it down to five minutes. Right. You could do that to anyone's life and mm -hmm. they're going to be entertaining. Yeah, absolutely. I've been doing a lot of uh, virtual reality shows and these are like, you know, just me playing in virtual reality, like five hours long. And there's like, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's, you not, it's not a podcast. You just walk around, like talk to strangers on the internet. Well, that's, that's it. It's like people uh, who are fans of like Kill Tony and me and stuff like that. Uh, will c start coming every time I do it. So mm -hmm. now I go in, it's like hanging out with 20 people that I know, but well, you know, one looks like SpongeBob, one looks like, you know, <laughs> and you walk up to them and like talk to them. Yeah, we're just hanging out and then we'll go to different levels. Like we'll go to a bar or a strip club in the game and uh -huh. it's like pretty good, you know, like, or the other day we but found this grand. What does it feel like when you're doing it? Does it feel like you're at a bar talking to people or does yes. it feel like? It feels like you're hanging out with somebody that looks like SpongeBob talking to them. Yeah, because you can't see their face. Right. But you could hear their voice, and so you, could, you could do fun? things like reach out and touch their hair. Do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> There's girls that, that have really nice tits, so I'll just like jiggle their Well, boobs. it could be a guy, though. Well, most of them are guys. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, there's some girls, too. But what's crazy is I, I record those things for like five and a half, six hours long. You know, it's definitely not a podcast. It's de mm -hmm. definitely not like I'm going to put this on MP3. But lately, I've been going or having my girlfriend go through them, and she'll edit the shit down to like like a five-hour episode into like 15 minutes. And there's so God, many crazy things. how does she have things. the patience to do that? I, don't, she, I was like, do you want a real job or do you just want to do this? <laughs> it's like, okay, you know. Oh, I, you I, pay her to do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay, well, okay. pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I just go, whatever you want, you know, just tell me. But uh, – well, however much money you want? Yeah, or if you What if she's like, I want $10,000? Well, no, she's not going to want that. I'll be like, <laughs> but, you know, like within reason, you know, like, oh, I, I want a you know, new pair of shoes or uh, mm -hmm. I need to pay this bill or whatever. Oh, I'll yeah, like, daddy. Like, yeah. I'll be your girlfriend. Shit. Anyways, <laughs> so she will edit this down in like 15 minutes. And it's amazing out of all that crap, how funny that 15 minutes is, you know, like there's like crazy shit happens or, or somebody says something ridiculous. Right. Or, yeah. So it comes out to be funny yeah. little videos. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. So I need to, I'm going to start uploading those now. But Okay. I have some more interview style questions for you. Um, how, when did you start doing stand-up through this, through your first L.A. journey? Doing, first time doing stand-up was actually in Ohio. I used to do it back there. Oh, and you did do it back yeah. there? Yeah. Okay. Uh, shit. What is my date? It was 2000. Did you stop and start again? Yeah. I okay. started 2004 or 2007. Okay, somewhere and, around there. Yeah, and I did it for maybe like 10 times. Or so. I can't even remember. Yeah, a handful of times. Uh, and then I had a really bad set once. <laughs> and that, that and scared you? Scared I, you. Well, yeah, I stopped. I it, because it, the problem because was of I, the bad set, though? You're like, a fuck little this. bit of Well, the yeah. problem was I, I'm from, I was from Columbus, Ohio. There was only mm -hmm. one open mic anywhere near me. And they made there was probably like 50 to 100 people every week that wanted to go on stage. They only had 10 spots. So you would have to audition in front of like, the, the house comics 
and oh, they God, would yeah, and they horrible. would pick who they wanted on the show. Got so, it. So of it course, became this political. Yeah, they only picked their friends. Yeah. You know, and uh, so as an example, I think the last time I tried for three months, every Monday for three months, and I finally got on stage, and I was like, dude, I can't just call off work every week for months and and only get three minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, that's ridiculous. Yeah, welcome to the comedy store. Right, exactly. Yeah. So uh, I. Did my three minutes, got booed off stage because uh, I did a Bob Hope joke that the day he died. Had, and it was very, like, rude. Bad timing. Bad yeah. timing. Ari Shafir-esque. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> my my idols were Joe Rogan and Doug Stanhope. And I was like, Doug would do this, you know? <laughs> so I did it anyway. Got booed off stage. And I was like, this isn't worth it. Like, you know, like, uh, that was a funny joke. So, so th- this was essentially your first time in front of a crowd, too, you're saying? Because you had done it the audition. Oh, no, no. I had gone up 10 times. Okay. Uh, but that that was like three years of trying Got or it. something like that. Got it. Uh, but this last time was just like the nail that, you know, yeah. why am I doing this? This yeah. is not worth it. I've been trying so long and, and I get booed off stage. Like, yeah. Fuck, uh, so I quit. And then right after that, Joe hired me and I moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. And then uh, within like a couple months of living in L.A., uh, I would go to every show that Joe would do. Right, and, and you're friends with all these comics, right, and you're right. funny. And you're... So we were at Atlanta Punchline, sold out Joe Rogan show, and we're in the green room, and Joe goes, hey, you, you still got your jokes? And I'm like, yeah, why? And he goes, "He goes, all right, I want you to open up for me. You need to get back on stage and start doing this again. And I'm like, what? And so I had like 10 minutes to prepare. You must have been terrified. I was terrified. And luckily, like, I did – okay mm-hmm. uh and it made me really spark it and like joe was like holy shit dude you did good uh and so then he just started throwing me in front of all these sold out shows wow. pretty, pretty much what like you know anyone that yeah. opens up like ian edwards or whoever opens up for him now yeah uh, except you had been, you had just started it back yeah, up exactly. yeah you were brand new yeah i was yeah, yeah instead i was brand new um yeah i've seen that happen a few times it's pretty cool i always think about my, my very first time happened to be in front of a dope show too because it was this competition in college it was like a tbs comedy competition so I was in front of a few hundred kids my age, and I did really good, even though it was my first time. But I always think if I bombed really hard or got booed off, I probably would have quit and never done that again. Yeah. I probably would have been like, fuck it, Yeah, if it wasn't this. for Joe, I probably never would have done it. He really, mm-hmm. I mean, pushed me to do it. It was a great cheat code, too, because mm-hmm. then for three years, I was opening it for Rogan. I went from open mic to knowing shit. Pretty quick, you know? yeah. He's learning a lot fast yeah. and hanging out with a guy who's really good. And yeah, and, and I'll yeah. tell him my jokes. Like, do you write any jokes? And I tell him, he goes, "Well, you should change this and do that." And I'm like, oh, "Yeah, okay, <laughs> that was way better." Dude, uh, <laughs> my first time ever performing in front of Joe Rogan, I was on Comedy Juice. Mark Saratella booked it. It was before he started going back to the comedy store, mm-hmm. but like, obviously, a big fan of his. And so he he was supposed to go up after me, but he was late. So I was hosting, and I had to stretch and do, like, 20 minutes oh, no. when I had 10. So he gets there, and I'm doing, like, old jokes that I hated. Right. And oh, then, no. like, after the show, he's, like, giving me a tag on this old joke that I hate. But I didn't want to be like, I don't do those jokes. I was just right. doing them because I was stretching. So I just had to be like, thank you so much. But ever since then, I'm like, he must think I suck at stand Do you remember what the tag in the joke was? It was, I don't remember. <laughs> I remember the joke, but I don't remember the tag. It was a joke about taking a shit. And then he's basically <laughs> like, you probably just shouldn't do shit jokes. Like Ari Shafir has a really funny one, but like they're kind of hacky. And in my head, I was like, I know, I know. But I was just like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, he, he, uh, he, he, he got on me for, about the poop jokes also. And then, because uh, I had this idea that I wanted to have a, an hour shit joke 
like poop joke, <laughs> like just all poop jokes for an hour, right. you know? Yeah. Like just go against the grain stuff. and just make it uh-huh. like that's the whole thing. And he was so against it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, dude, don't do that. <laughs> and what sucked is that I had already like made maybe like 30 minutes of poop jokes. So now if you look in my my hour currently, there's all these jokes filtered in that have poop in it. And it's not because, it's just because that's, that's, that, what you had. that's left over from that. I go through that. phases. I had like, for a while I had so much material on relationships because mm-hmm. all I thought about was girls. Right. Now uh, my brother came out of the closet recently. Oh, I have really? like 15 minutes of gay material. No shit. And, yeah. I was thinking about making like a half hour on gays. That's a great idea. I like yeah, that. Just as a straight man, it's a little weird, but that's weird. But I have so much material. I, that would gay. be so interesting to have like a brother or a sister or whatever that that came out because then you have that special relationship with them. Like you could do something like you get out of the shower, like do you like what you see. <laughs> 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 no, I've never you done know, that. You kind of look like me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you're, you're my brother. Yeah. Doesn't that make kind of hot? <laughs> Number one searched on Pornhub. <laughs> That's true. I have steps. That step, out of nowhere step, has gotten blown step, up yeah, during step Corona. Stepson, stepbrother, yeah. porn. It's so huge. Huge. And you know what? I like it. Yeah, it's not And bad. I don't know why. Because I don't have any step siblings. It's not or bad. Or a stepmom. It's just it's I kinda like it because it's like, what kind of fucked up family do you have? You know, yeah, you're yeah. fucking your sister. Kind of I don't know. How do you deal this? Something that I've only recently come across because I've only recently had been in front of like big audiences and been on like Theo's podcast where people actually view it. And I've been getting a lot of hate. Not oh, a, yeah. yeah. And I know you get some hate, and it's just like the, when I first, oh, like a Laugh Factory video I get came more out. hate than anybody that you know, I think. I, I get, <laughs> I, even though I don't get a lot of hate, the amount of hate I got still like every time, even a little hate. Like the other day on one of my podcasts, I got some YouTube comment, and it's always from someone who has a picture of an animal. They don't even have any pictures of themselves, and there's no name. It's just mm-hmm. some anonymous asshole. But it was on like a random episode of podcast and they're like, oh, I love the guest. Who's this shitty host? Is he even a comedian? Just like random shit like that all the time. Yeah. How do you deal with that? Uh, well, when I, when I got hired by Joe, I used to be run his like website and his message board. He mm-hmm. used to have this message board called Shit Talking 101. And it used to be all just trolling and f- shit like that, you know? And I think that re- just years of doing that and fighting trolls and trolling. Oh, they were all trolling you on that? Well, it was a little mix. You know, like uh-huh. me and Joe would troll people all the time. And mm-hmm. like like people would tr- try to troll us, but we were like a gang of trolls, you know? Yeah. And anyways, uh, so I've been doing that for maybe 20, almost 20 years of just, you know, fighting trolls or trolling or uh-huh. whatever. Uh, and I think that really has toned it down. But because when I got hired by Joe um, – that's when the hate started happening because uh, when we started the podcast, when we started Joe, Joe Rogan podcast, uh, Joe had this fan base of all like buff UFC MMA right. fighters guys, and then they had he had his comedy fans. Now his comedy fans f- were fine with me, you know, but the UFC guys hated me. And plus, there was all these people that were jealous. Like, why is Brian, right? You know, doing yeah, this? Yeah, that's what blah, I. Blah, blah. A lot of it for me, I felt like is jealousy yeah. or anti-Semitism. Even I've come across. Oh, really? Yeah. Jesus. Uh, yeah. So I think 
you know, I, to this day, I still probably block maybe like 10, 20 people a day. And it's, Whoa. Uh, yeah, it's, that's a it's, lot. It's, it's, and is it mostly on YouTube stopped. or? Mostly YouTube, mostly Twitter. Twitter Not, and YouTube. Instagram's okay. pretty, pretty normal. Facebook's uh-huh. fine, but uh, mostly Twitter. But it's, and it's mostly the same people just redoing their accounts, making new accounts, new accounts and stuff like that. People just, and they just say, me. like, you suck. I hate you. Yeah, it's stupid shit like that. Yeah. Where they try to get under my skin, find uh-huh. things, you know, or whatever. Uh, but it's 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 sad that I am so deaf to it now. Like it's like it doesn't phase you. It doesn't phase me. Like oh, block block whatever fuck block. Like it doesn't yeah, it doesn't ever get too. to me anymore. Like I know people. Like I knew Brody. It used to really affect him. You yeah. know, like he'll think about somebody somebody's one post all day and mm-hmm. it overstress him. And I always have to talk. I'm like fuck these guys. Who gives a shit? But uh, it is sad because, you know, that has to go somewhere. All that constant hate yeah. has to build up somewhere. But, you know, I, I feel fine. Like, I, you know, I don't ever think about it. There's been very few times where I've actually – somebody has said something that's affected me. Like, that's good. You know, I, I See, it always affects me the day of, and then I'll sleep it off, and the next day I'm usually fine. But that, like – that one day, one of my Laugh Factory videos got, it was the teacher joke where I talk about how teachers shouldn't be paid. And I had like overwhelmed, you know, it's a that's edgy hilarious. joke. You're right, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's a joke that obviously people aren't going to like, even though it's a joke. I don't care about, I, teachers should get paid whatever they want. I don't care. Right. But um, yeah, I had all these people saying I'm a horrible guy and blah, blah, all these mean things commenting on my post. This guy's horrible. And it was just like that day was... Yeah, I was so sad. And yeah, it, out. It, I mean, when when I used when back in the day with the Joe Rogan board, it got to the point where, like, say, like somebody started trolling us or trolling Joe. Mm-hmm. I was so good at like I would search their IP address. I would I would, I would do like hacker type shit. Yeah, find out you know where they live and then find their families. And I would like to post photos of their kids and stuff <laughs> like that. Like I was I was I was them. such a like if there was ever a troll squad, you know, of like police for the trolls or yeah, something you were like doing that. I would shit. I would be like the captain of that, or I would have been the captain at that at mm. the time. And I would even like there was this one guy. That would always troll, and I found out what he looked like and his girlfriend looked like. And I would—I spent like a week making a flash animation video about his wife looking like Harry Potter, and it was so funny. And it also just hurt so bad that after that, like he like quit the internet. Like he—he he had a website he took down. Like it, I mean, it, it was that powerful back wow. then, you know. But that's like, you know, such a small amount of trolls or hate that that i get now now it's just out of control yeah now that you can't spend that much time on yeah. it because it would take forever yeah yeah i remember one time i i was uh hosting at the ice house and it was a dope show like i shouldn't have been on the show i was hosting but it, it was all people who were on tv and great comedians and this late i was handing out free tickets after the show to come back and this lady comes up to me and she goes oh you're handing out free tickets this place used to have funny comedians this show was horrible blah blah and it was such a good show so it like I was like this lady is such a bitch I can't believe <laughs> so at that time I interned for Laugh Stub mm-hmm. who made the website for the Ice House so I I was crazy I logged into the Ice House website I tracked everyone who bought a ticket I searched them each on Facebook I found the lady no <laughs> on Facebook yeah, that's yeah. great because uh, I was just so angry about it because it was like one thing to be mean to me but she insulted the whole show and she was so mean about it. like she didn't have to say anything she could have just said thanks see ya and not come back if mm-hmm. she didn't have fun but so she was a teacher she was this old lady teacher and she had just released an iPad app for kids um, <laughs> to learn how to like read or something <laughs> so I went on Fiverr 
and I bought like 200 one star reviews for her oh, iPad shit. app. And I, I was so angry that I just oh, ruined man, her awesome. app. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, the ultimate Wow, revenge. that's great. Yeah, I'm crazy. <laughs> I, I could tell, there's a couple things I can't tell you, like tell you <laughs> off the air, but like it's it's just like that too. Uh, one, and I better not even say that. But, uh, but yeah, here's, here's one I can't say. Like there was one woman that um, back in the day, I remember MySpace, uh, they had MP3 players on your page so that you could have songs mm-hmm. like, and that would just play kind of like, so you go to their website and the music just starts playing and they usually have like a, a list of songs that you could choose from while they're, you're on their page. And one woman uh, l- linked my, one of, one of my songs I had on my website on her player. So like, I forget what song it was. I, th- that, that was back in the day where I just had like free MP3 on my website. Like mm-hmm. you want, you, you know, and she linked it on there and it automatically played every time you went to, uh, her website. So I found her name was like Danielle or something like so that. So she was basically took your thing and used she it. She was using her. my, my web traffic for her, yeah. my space player right. or my, my, whatever hosting yeah. my, my web host. So I, her name was Danielle. So I spent like all day making a song about how Danielle likes like, like butt sex and shit like that. And like just horrible, like horrible stuff I said in this, in this song. Yeah. And then I changed it on my website. So the song that she was linked to was the exact same song file name. <laughs> <laughs> so you go to her website. You go to place it? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Did she ever say anything about it? Uh, it took her like a day. People were like commenting on her website. Like what's wrong with your website right now? <laughs> and I made a video of it. It's called hot link hilarity. It's somewhere it is, on YouTube. I oh think that you could watch and I, I show the process of me doing it. Oh, and like that refreshing sounds epic. And How many views does that video it got, have? It got, I don't know. I don't know because all my YouTube videos, I had to re-upload like wait, because uh when Carlos Mencia shit happened, uh his lawyers threatened to sue YouTube and me. So they, they banned they banned all my Oh, I, I had, didn't know that. I had like five hundred videos that I had made and they, and they took it all they down. They took it all down, Whoa. deleted everything. I was you had wiped to start off over. the Yeah. And I they wouldn't even let me make new accounts. So I tried to make a new account and they would just delete it and all and stuff like that. So that's why I went to Vimeo and oh, I, I didn't know I used that. to live on Vimeo for like ten yeah, years. Yeah, I remember you were on Vimeo, I didn't but I didn't know that was why. Yeah. That it's was because Vimeo it's like you paid for it. It's like yeah, you can do it was like you want. yeah. It's you, they whatever need you the want. subscribers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now they don't. Now they're a horrible company again. Really? They, yeah. Did they t- remove they, videos? What, they, what they, happened? They they started doing the copyright shit now. So like they oh got it. And they they don't fuck around. Like they don't go. Hey, we're gonna pay the copyright user or whatever. They just take it they out. just go. No, that's your first flag. If we get two more flags, you, we're deleting everything. Wow. And so. If you had 10 years of videos. Did you get deleted? Every uh, yeah. If you had 10 years of videos. They deleted 10 years of your oh, video? Oh, I had like 20 copyright strikes because that's why I had my Vimeo. I didn't think, you, you know, who gives a shit? It's, yeah, yeah, you pay money and it's private. Right. So I had to go, I had to fight with them and appeal all these copyright strikes. And that's dangerous because if you appeal it, uh, they'll, you might go to court. You know, you're pretty uh-huh. much saying, fuck you, take me to court. Yeah. Uh, so I appealed all of them and... Then I got it down to like two strikes or something like that. So then I closed my account and put all my videos on private so that I le- at least have my videos to yeah. keep it. So that's why like I'll s- slowly start re-uploading everything to YouTube. You got know, it. Again, like I just re-uploaded all the bro nesters after he passed, oh, cool. you know, and stuff like yeah. that. But, you know, so it's like not really fair because like all those videos used to have tons of views, but then I had to re-upload them. And, uh, so it's fuck it. Yeah, it'd be so. It'd be so like 
like a kid died almost oh. when, when you have like it's 100,000 subscribers. It's happened to me subscribers. so many times, yeah. too. especially the Mencia video. I had like millions. So are you more careful now with what you upload and what you put oh, in? Oh, now you can't. Yeah, now it's pretty much no music. Uh, yeah, so now like, you just keep it. Right. The shit with sure. Kill Tony, we used to have tons of music in Kill Tony. But now, uh, not only do I have like, well, you have like a multi-track recorder where I can take the music out or mute it or, but now like on live shows and stuff, I'll speed up every song by like 200%. Why not just and, use and fuck a it. copyright free song? Well, because a lot of the jokes in the show is like, yeah, oh, your mom, uh, your mom's cute. And then I'll play like cherry pie. Like she's a stripper. Oh, you know what it. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now it's like. Cherry pie. Yeah. You know, like real, real quick, and I'll put some echo effects in it and stuff, yeah, yeah. just so it kind of flies underneath the radar. Yeah, you know, a little. But you know, it sucks. That's why one interesting thing that I've been—I have don't know if this would ever come true. Like you know, people hating on Rogan for going to the Spotify and stuff—is that that might open up the doors uh, because we're doing Spotify video over there. That but might where you finally use our music. Use our music. They want you to use music, you I know, think because that. then that artist gets. Do paid. they actually say you can use to him? He can use. music No, I don't think now? they've said anything oh, about God. that. But what I'm saying is that'd be an interesting discussion. It, uh, yeah, exactly. Because that would be that's that's the positive that I th- thought of immediately when I heard about the deal. I was like, hmm, maybe this could fix the copyright problem because. The biggest problem right now on YouTube is copyright problems and uh, also a lot of squatters, like kind of uh, people that um, will put like a song up on YouTube saying free to use. Mm. And then so somebody uses it in their video and then they they're just lying just so they oh, can get, the so they can get money. Yeah, That's there's so much dirty shit going on or yeah. those free hundred hundred free royalty free music on Facebook uh-huh. and you buy it for 40 bucks or something like that. And then they do the same shit, too. Yeah, that sucks. It's bullshit. I think the Spotify thing is a good a good thing for podcasting as a whole. The deal Joe made because just Apple has such a big monopoly on things mm-hmm. right now. It'll be nice just, I love just to mix it up a little bit. Yeah, I think it's I think it'll be a little bit worse for Joe Rogan listeners because now they have to use Spotify even mm-hmm. if they have a favorite one of choice. Right. But for everyone as a whole, I think it's good just because it pushes people away from Apple yeah. so that they are a little less powerful. I'm more... Competition is good. I'm more... I was more like the whole Spotify thing didn't bug me because like, like, again, who gives a shit about the podcast app? You know, no, uh-huh. it's like a shitty app anyway. And Spotify is such a great, you know, if it's free, it's free. It's just another yeah. thing you yeah, push. It's free. But the thing I was more concerned about is the video because uh, I think like you and me, you know, we rely so heavy on YouTube, uh, especially Apple TV. That's what I'm watching every right, night. Right, now they're going to have to make like a, a Spotify, Spotify app video for, app or yeah, something, like, something that. like that. So that's the only thing I think that's kind of because they just haven't done it yet. Once I think Spotify gets that. Now, you probably talked to Joe and Death about all this, like. It'll, it'll probably take a little hit on listeners, but it's just worth yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think it's – if you listen to Rogan, you're going to find it. You know? Yeah. yeah I, now, I, did he give you $10 million of the 200 <laughs> I can't talk about that stuff. Oh, wow. But we have a great profit sharing here at, at Talking Monkey Productions. Uh, is that what your production company is called? <laughs> that's, that's his it? production company. Oh, that's company. it. Talking Monkey. <laughs> Now, you've started a few podcasts. How come you haven't followed through with any of your podcasts? Are you just too busy with the other ones? A little bit. I mean, I have the What Brian Redband Do, which, you know, I did. I was doing for a while, and then I stopped. And my big thing is that um, when I was at the Ice House, I was doing so many podcasts. You know, I was doing Rogan's. I was doing Ari or mm-hmm. Ari's. I was doing uh, Tom Segura's. I was doing Sam Tripoli's. I was doing Freddie Lockhart's, Brian Callen's. Like, I was doing... At one point, I was doing 11 or 12 podcasts 
uh, a week, uh, two to three hours each. And you have to edit each one. It's and a lot of work. Edit, yeah. edit video. So I did that for like, I don't know, five years maybe. And then one day I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm burnt the fuck out. I, I'm sick of doing podcasts. When we started Kill Tony, that's when around where it started. I was like, I'm going to focus all my energy on Kill Tony. Um, and it's worked. Yeah. So I even told Tony, I'm like, hey, man, I'm, I'm only doing like one or two podcasts and Kill Tony. Every, all my energy is on this. You know, let's make this work. And I think what really got it. Me. And Kill Tony, by the way, is a difficult podcast compared to the other ones you were doing, oh, yeah, too. The, yeah, it's yeah. like a lot more production is involved. So There's so different. much more. Yeah. So different. You don't understand. Like, so many people are like, fuck you, Brian. That fucking sound sucks. I'm like, one. There's eight microphones on a stage. And it's not a permanent <laughs> setup. You have to tear it down and reset it up each time. Each time. Which is hard. And eight people... Uh, you can't tell eight people to like, hey, put your microphone no close mm -hmm. to your mouth. You have eight different people doing that. Yeah. You you have you uh, need people uh, to help you. So it's like you, you're also there on the sound, so you have to have camera guys. And if they fuck up, actually, I do. All it's, it's, <laughs> oh, you don't have any camera guys? <laughs> no. I thought you did. No. Did you uh, before? No. We uh, just recently we started high, like Dave Deary uh -huh. and Josh kind of helped out, like helped me set it up. But, yeah, I know Josh used to help. Uh, we pretty much just set. I just set cameras on, and then I go back and edit. the Oh, videos. okay. So I didn't even realize. So you do all the camera stuff too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so yeah, now we're working with three cameras, um, 4K editing. I have yeah. eight tracks of audio. Did you get a Mac Pro? Uh, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, oh, I got a nice one too. I upgraded the uh, graphics card. Okay, you, you, I feel like you can say this without looking crazy. Um, how much was your Mac Pro? Well, I bought it in two different chunks because at first in I was, payments you made. No, or? no, I mean I bought it without like with just the normal graphics card in it, and, you and, and, I, and I updated everything else. Like I have almost the top processor, one below. Uh, I have, I think, 128 megabytes of RAM. I have a two terabyte drive, so I didn't get too crazy on the drive. Um, and then after owning it, I was like, oh, that afterburner card definitely would be nice. Would be nice. And but you could buy that after. Yeah, the so, I, so I, I bought yeah. the afterburner card and the dual graphics card, which is that dual graphics card was like $7,000 or something like that. So was this 30000 <laughs> How much was this? Uh, it was probably in the 30s. $30,000 for your Mac Pro? And looking back, it was probably something like that jesus christ that's sick yeah. and his podcast studio is located at <laughs> oh no that's at home i don't <laughs> no the studio has old mac pros <laughs> macbook pros that's sick no, but by yeah. because th that that's one of those oh, things yeah. you, i mean sounds, you use it. it sounds ridiculous yeah but you use it i had before that i had the top mac uh imac you know mm -hmm. maxed out all the ram all the thing and it would take one episode of kill tony uh, is usually about two hours long, 4K video. It would take me, even with that high-end iMac, would take me about two hours to render. Jeez. And so then I would have to go, and then sometimes that render doesn't work. I have to go back and do something uh -huh. else. And that's not to mention the audio and all that stuff. Yeah, there's a, it's a big editing right. project, and you need a powerful computer to do it if you don't want to make proxies, which takes forever, and yeah, right. I get it. Yeah, so how I look at it is my new Mac Pro now, that same... Two-hour 4K video takes 20 minutes. So I'm saving so much time, you know, and time is money and all that shit. So to me, it was 100% worth it. I was like, I'll get a loan out to 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 
to reduce this even by 50%. And it's over 50% now. So it, in my books, I'm a million times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if I had the money and I would actually use it, what's better to spend money on something you use all the time if you can? It's like, yeah, yeah it's a no brainer to me. Yeah. It's not like a Gucci wallet where it's just like, oh, it's I, lo flashy, I, I love you know? it too. It's it's great. I, oh, I tell yeah. you, one of the best purchases that just recently I started loving is because, you know, if you edit videos and stuff, you have a lot of different windows open up. And I got one of those monitors that's like this. Oh, the ultra wide monitors? Yeah, super. Oh, so you didn't go with the Apple monitors? No, no, fuck mm -hmm. that. Like, I was like, I'd rather have it bigger, wider. I don't give a shit about the Apple monitor. Mm -hmm. Um that's too ex that to me was too expensive. They're very expensive. Yeah. They are nice though. They're, they're nice, but yeah. they're also small. Like yeah, yeah. the one the I monitor I have twenty eight inches. Yeah, maybe? the one I have literally wraps around my yeah, head. Yeah, those are awesome. And so when I first got, it, I was like, "This is hard to you know, this is a lot of monitor." But I would have like Final Cut Pro open here. Mm -hmm. I'd have you know all the different programs. But during these like riots and shit, I've had I have like seventeen <laughs> different windows of video yeah. You're into like up. police scanning apps and stuff yeah, too, yeah, right? Yeah, it's you, fun. Yeah, uh, but so that definitely helped out during all this. It's just so much real estate. Yeah, here. I couldn't go back to single monitor editing. I have no. dual. I just have two four K monitors, mm -hmm. but even that, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, to have. Yeah. Um, okay, so from my perspective, uh, you're doing well. All your dreams are coming true. You have a cute girlfriend. You have a nice place to live. That's You're, the one thing I need to fix is my, my house. Oh, you want to get a different house? I want to buy a house. But oh, I thought for some – do you – are I, you I, renting I, right I now? I still live in the same place I've lived uh, for a long time. Do you own it or rent uh, it? No, I rent it. Oh, I, for some reason I thought you owned a condo. Okay. But no, I, that, I've been so looking at houses. Step. But the problem is I, want, I love where I live. I love Burbank. Uh, it's chill. Isn't yeah. Burbank? I mean, it's still LA, very expensive. But isn't Burbank relatively on no, the cheaper it's side actually, of LA? It's actually like the last five years, it's gone crazy. Got like, it. So how's it? Yeah, like the, the house that I that that's down the street from me, like was for sale like five years ago, and I remember going, "Wow, that's a lot of money. I can't afford it." And now it. it's even more. Now it's about twice as much. Hey, money. maybe <laughs> maybe this recession's about to hit. Might uh, well, that's what I'm hoping. Like, uh, hopefully, yeah. a lot of people moved out of here. You mm -hmm. know, dreams are crushed. Things and, might it might be a good time to buy. Come out. Yeah, but yeah, I've, but it's still it's so stupid. Like Joe's been talking about moving to Austin, Texas, recently. Like for real moving. For moving, real moving. moving. But I mean, he says that all the time. He's going to yeah. move. But he for he's been talking about it more lately, especially since all this stuff has gone down. And it's like, I almost want him to do that because I still work for him. So if he moves, mm -hmm. I got to move. And so, uh, uh, then you'd move to Austin. I would see you that definitely to me, afford a house there. Yeah, exactly. Because he, the problem is, there's a house that there's a couple houses I've been looking at, and he, they're so nice and they're cool, and it's in Burbank, but they're still one point five million dollars. And you know, oh yeah, it, it's if, crazy. If I just and that's the, for a normal house, <laughs> it's a three bedroom. Yeah, you house. think oh, this is a one point five million house? Yeah, it's going to be a mansion. No, no it's no, a no, house. No, it, as an example, that same house in Columbus, Ohio, was pr would probably be seventy thousand dollars. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. It's, it's. I kind of want to, but then I, I just like it's I crazy. I can't bring myself to do it. Uh, I didn't know you still worked for Joe. Oh yeah. What do you do for him? Like uh, I guess executive producer. I don't know what, okay, what cool. my name would be. <laughs> I'm like on call. Uh, Got it. You know, you're like backup if he needs you to come in and, right. and help him out. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. For some reason, I thought you were like just you know help them start it, so he hooked it up uh, no, a little I've, bit. I've been but salary for. 17 years. Well, I knew, obviously, <laughs> I know, you know, yeah. all, all of this you could say is because of you, or at least a, a big part of it is because it, all, all podcasting as a whole, like without podcasting. Yeah. I'm I mean, sure you're still You're a humble happened. guy, but I think 
Yeah, I think you contribute a lot to, especially comedy podcasting right. specifically. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I thought you were like uh, just doing your own thing now. I didn't realize. No, no, no. I still work for him. Uh, I'll probably always work for him because, uh, you know, we've done so much together type shit. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of like I, I when people ask me, what is my role? What well, used to be this? It used to be this. Now mm-hmm. it's kind of like, I guess uh, I'm just here if I uh, he needs me. <laughs> yeah. Pretty cool. <laughs> which is great because I feel like I graduated or something, you mm-hmm. know, or uh, which is great. But yeah, whatever. Does your I'll edit this out. Does your girlfriend know your your history of dating? Well, the cool thing about my girlfriend, you don't have to edit this out, is that uh, how I met her. She was a fan of uh-huh. mine, and she had listened to every single podcast I ever did and every single Joe Rogan podcast I ever did. So she knew every story that I've ever yeah, said. Yeah. So yeah, because like when I met you, it. you had like. Porn stars on your arms, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, she and I, I used to date three porn stars, or yeah. many porn stars. But yeah, she knows it. She knows it all. Like you know, and what was weird is that up to the dating the porn star part in my life, let's say, let's say five years of my life, mm-hmm. up to that, I was an innocent baby, Ohio good boy, mom. You know, love my mom and dad. You know, L.A. corrupted you. Uh, porn, the porn star corrupted me. You know, when I first started my dating my first porn star, <laughs> my I was like, first, like <laughs> dating my first. Porn, I never, that just I never funny. knew what blue balls was. You know, like that actually is a thing that, that turn, happened to me yeah. that made me hurt. I was like, oh, why am I in so pain? Like, uh, do you ever get blue balls by mistake? No, I haven't had it uh, since. I, I only had it once, okay. and it it was so weird. I didn't think that was a real thing. I thought that was just a joke or something. Oh yeah. I've, I've had it I've, really? once. I've had it so many oh, times God, in my it's life. Such a pain. I could see yeah. you having it all the time. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I could no, just see it's just you. like, I don't like having sex with girls on the first date. I know that sounds lame. Why? I've done it before. Hey, let me help you out. Why? Okay. I've done, I've done it before, <laughs> but I, for me, I've noticed not every time, but if I have sex with a girl on the first date, I'm a lot less interested in her. Uh, you you've kind of done it all. Mm. I mean, not really, but you know what I mean. Like, there's if you if you have that build, it just makes it better for me, and it makes me think about if I like her more. And I don't know, it just feels healthier to not have sex on the first date. I mean, uh, absolutely. I was just joking. Oh, you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because if it ever becomes a serious relationship, you don't want to be like. Oh, my girl fucked on the first date anyway. So you know. Right. You, I mean, I have done that too. I, like I've had a girl I've had sex on the first date and we've still been in a relationship and loved her and trusted her. But it's just – yeah, it's just better for me not to. But I'll do everything else on the first date and I'll dry hump and I'll make out and I'll finger her. I'm getting graphic here. But I'll do, do everything else. So because of that, I just give myself blue balls a lot. Bam. You know, how embarrassing would it be if somebody comes out with an app that shows everybody dry humping? <laughs> like like somehow. Like just a simulation <laughs> of what video? you would look yeah, like? How, can you imagine how you look dry humping somebody? <laughs> it's true. You're just like humping their leg. I never thought about that, <laughs> actually. So gross. Yeah, you look dumb. But everyone does it. I know. Everybody does it. But yeah. can you imagine like famous people dry humping? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Donald Trump, the first time he met his girl, dry humping. There, did you see that picture of Donald Trump? His dick. Uh, was that real? Tan? I I, le- I want to say it no. looks so it, real. It looks so real. But it but it seems. I like, almost want to say it's like an impersonator, and then they kind of like photoshopped his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. I thought too. But yeah, I That's wish that, I wish that. that was real. 
even if it is fake, you know that it would look. That's exactly, that's exactly how what it would look, look like. like. Yeah, yeah. He was. I watched a thing the other day on him, uh, like two days ago, and he, he was doing some speech about something. And it's so funny, just looking at his eyes, how white around his eyes are, like. It looks so bad, like that spray. I mean, he's old, too. I know. He's in his 70s. But it makes you wonder if he didn't spray tan, how much worse he would look. Because I think he he, he might have be really horrible underneath that spray tan. For like, sure. Like, like when they took off the helmet, uh, Darth Vader's helmet, and he was like all like, <laughs> you know? Because he looks so white, like ghostly white under there. Yeah. It's yeah. So he would probably look fucking weird as he's, shit. He's fucked, right? Like I thought for – I thought maybe – he would win the election this year. Oh, you year. don't think he will? I think after all this, I don't think so. I, I thought up to even during Corona, kind of. Uh huh. But I think this last thing was maybe With just him handling the protests. Yeah, I think he handled that really, really <sighs> bad. It's tough to say. It's tough to say because I'd say both this election and the last one, no one's liked anyone. No one liked Hillary. Right. No one liked Trump. No one really likes Biden. Yeah. No one likes Trump. I it's, think Biden just sounds so refreshing right now, though, just because it's like, all right, even though he sucks and who gives a shit about his shit, uh, at least it's just like, let's just calm down. Everyone calm down. I, <laughs> I can't predict who's going to win the president. I live in this weird bubble where the first time around, I was like, there's no way Trump's going to win. Right. It's Donald Trump. There's absolutely no way. And right. then he won. And I was walking around the comedy store, and I felt like someone died that night. Yeah. It that literally felt – it literally – Felt like the night Brody died. Yeah, it did. When Trump won the I election. I remember, I think Doug Stanhope was there that night. And I remember I was wasted and I was talking to Doug and and it felt like 9-11, like the day after 9-11. There were 9/11. people crying. Yeah. People were like, I have to go home. Yeah. I have to see my wife. <laughs> like, yeah. Actually, it was funny because that night I, uh, I did a video where I was making fun of the people crying <laughs> and people thought it was real. And so then uh, people like tweet me and go, oh, you fucking cried when Trump won. I'm like, aha, should I say anything? Dude, <laughs> I, I had a girlfriend at the time who I've been dating for six months. We broke up that night because I go to her place. She's literally bawling her eyes out because of Trump won. Wow. And I just don't take anything in my life that seriously. Right. Me so, neither. So I started I laughing. Yeah. I started laughing that she was crying. I'm like, dude, like, yeah, he's a shithead, but this isn't going to affect your life that much. You're in your 20s. Right. I don't know. I was insensitive to it and we broke up. Damn. Yeah. Because of that night. Trump. How long were you dating her for? Six months. But that's, a, I mean, yeah. that's. Pretty f- now, have you talked to her since? No. You should send her a message and go, still thinking about Hillary? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder what if she's like a Trump supporter <laughs> yeah, now. Just, I mean, that's the thing. It's like looking back at it, people were so like upset that Trump won, but like – I don't know. I don't. Th- I never thought Hillary would be a great president. Like, who gives a fuck anyway? Yeah, most people would just say she's the lesser of two evil. I don't yeah. think. I don't know anyone who actually loved Hillary. Yeah, that's how I feel about Biden. Like, I was like, you know, I think our country just needs to calm down. I don't think Biden's the answer, but I also don't think Trump saying that old man that, that got pushed was in like. Did you hear about that? Uh-uh. So I saw the video. So the you old saw guy the video. And his head's on the ground. There's blood. Yeah, there's blood. The old man. So insane. It's that so video horrible. looks. When I first saw the video, I was like, "Is that fake?" You didn't read what Trump said about it. Uh, uh-uh. what did he say? Oh my god. I've been st- I've been shutting off the news lately because it's so repetitive. Uh, let me find but it for you because you not you have to know the the. But I saw the, the, the video. I did see the video of the guy with the blood pool. This is like one of the examples uh, of why I think he might be done with. Uh, 
he, instead of saying, you know, that was horrible about the old man and stuff like that, um, he wrote, Buffalo protester shoved by police could be an, an, an Antifa proactivator. Or, or, what's that word? Pro, provac. Oh, I did see this. Yeah. And he said, like, it looked like he 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 uh, fell harder than he needed to or something no, like no, that. No, no, no. He said 75-year-old Martin was pushed, oh, wait, maybe pushed away after appearing to scan police communications in order to block out their equipment. I watched. He fell harder than was yeah, pushed. That, yeah. Was aiming scanner. Could be a setup. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> fell harder than was pushed. He's basically saying, like, that old guy was asking for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he was trying to block their scanners. Like, do you see the old man? Does he have, like, equipment in his hand? Like, that... He, by the way, even if he did... He's an old man. Yeah, it's an old man. It's like Louis C.K. has this joke where he's watching a 90-year-old man getting... Uh, secondary screening at an airport and and he goes, I know what you're saying. Well, where do you draw the line? That guy. That guy's the line. <laughs> right. If he has a grenade, let him keep it. Yeah. I, I Yeah, that's that to me is just, that's sad, you know, because that's it's so, so sad. Did he die? I don't know, man, but he, did you see when he was just laying there and the blood just yeah. starts coming out of it? I thought it was fake when I the first time too. I watched it. I was like, did someone like Photoshop the blood yeah. or something? Yeah. It was insane. Yeah, so that's the problem I have because I it, that shows zero compassion. That shows because before he before he became he's an pre- idiot. That's he, what, yeah, that's before he think. became president, uh, I know Alex Jones very well, and he was he was <laughs> you friends. Do? Wait, why do you know Alex Jones very well? Through Joe Rogan. Oh, okay. But, if you haven't seen Alex Jones' fart cup, I highly recommend Googling that on YouTube. What? Did you make that? Yeah, it's a fart <laughs> video where I fart in a cup and put it in Alex Jones' face. It's great. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but – Sounds he awesome. was friends with Trump, and he was on Trump's show all the time talking about conspiracies like aliens and Tower 7 and shit like that. Like, Trump was on Alex Jones' yeah, show? Trump, oh, I didn't know. Yeah, and Trump would call in and be like, yeah, you know, I don't, I think, you know, JFK was an alien. I'm like just saying crazy conspiracies all the time. And I was like, no one's going to take this guy serious. He's like paranoid. Like he's a paranoid guy. Yeah. And Next, now you know he's doing the same shit, but as the president of the United States, <laughs> he's just made America like the laughing stock of the world. I know. I'm ready for it's that. It's embarrassing. To, I don't think. I think it's too late, but I'm ready for that to yeah. lean towards ending. Yeah. Trust me. Like I'll literally go to another country, and they'll be like, "Where are you from?" I'll be like, "United States," and they'll literally like smirk mm-hmm. on their face. That's it's the reaction when you say you're from the United States. They go. <laughs> Yeah. What do you think about Trump? Like that's the the first question anyone asks. If you had to move somewhere, where would you move? To another country? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I'd either want to go to a third world country where I could live like a king mm-hmm. for rich or for not a lot of money or Australia I loved too. You loved you know? Australia? Yeah. I loved Australia. Australia was pretty cool. And that way it's like kind of like America. Everyone speaks English. It wouldn't be a crazy transition. You know the weird thing I thought about Australia? I thought it was like how weird it was that – you as an American think like Australia is like the Wild West. Everyone gets drunk every Not night and stuff. Their bars close like at midnight or 11 o'clock or something like that. To me, night. Australia was like America 2.0. Yeah. It was cleaner. The people were nicer, more chill. You don't like Canada? standard See, of living. I, would, I, I like Canada, Canada a lot too, but Canada's cold. Australia is more like San true. Diego weather, or at least certain parts of it. That's true. Sydney, Australia was pretty dope. Yeah, Sydney was my favorite. Yeah, I'd probably say that's good. I never but Canada people are really nice. Yeah, it's also I could see I would Canada's awesome. Also, Australia had really good uh, sex laws or like. The, oh yeah, they had brothels. Brothels. I yeah. walked into one. I, my hotel was right next to it, and I don't know when because it was legal. It was like. 
more scared about it. You know, I was like, no. I, you know. It's still like, <laughs> even though you know it's legal, walking right. in, you still feel like, yeah, well, where am I? Yeah. What is this going to be like? Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't do it either, but I was very interested in it because it was like a strip club, but it also was a brothel. It was the weird. one I went to was a bar brothel. Oh. So you sit at a bar and there's pool tables in the back yeah, and, then, and then the girls just you come do it? in. I didn't actually do it because I don't know if I went at a weird time, but I walked in there was like, 20 guys in there and two girls. Yeah. And they weren't cute either. Right. And, yeah. I was wondering, like, strip clubs going to be able to come back 100% like they used to be? It'll be like the comedy store. All right, we're letting 10 guys in. Yeah, and you're not allowed to touch them. They're going to dance on the other side of the room for you. If strip clubs, to me, strip clubs, especially in L.A., are so scummy. (laughs) And, like, all the people that work at them are scummy and trash. It's like if those went out of business, good riddance. Yeah, Yeah, I'm a huge strip club fan, but not Anywhere close to Los Angeles. Like, yeah, I think Vegas has some cool ones. Vegas is cool. Texas is my, probably my favorite. Texas oh, and Atlanta never been are one my two Texas. favorites. Yeah, Texas. You haven't been to Texas? Oh, yeah. Remember, we were in, we didn't, did we go to the strip club together? Yeah. I don't remember when in we were in Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, we, I, was, I was pretty drunk. Or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That was a crazy night. Yeah. We were, <laughs> there was that rich guy who paid for everything. <laughs> what a weird ass night. Yeah. Trying to block that out of my head. <laughs> but we didn't do anything. Yeah, we literally like sat there for yeah. ten minutes yeah. and then left. Yeah, um, it was pretty uneventful. No, but you haven't been to Texas though. Not strip clubs. Texas is like when they made a strip club. What the ideal should be. They, that's how it is. Like full nude one. Like mm-hmm. I hate how strip clubs. You know, if they have alcohol, they don't have. You know. Mm-hmm. So this is full nude. You 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 could pretty much the hot, say it's the hottest women. Outside of a strip club or inside of a strip, like just the, the hottest women, women. Yeah. just the hottest. All of them have like the best food too. Like, like at the strip at club, the strip club. at like, night too. Yeah, like me and Joe would just go there to eat like some of the best food. Like there was one place we went to. I think but it was is it movie. weird to then get a lap dance when you're all bloated from food and no. have stinky <laughs> breath? True, yeah. true. I did, yeah, that's I didn't even think about that's that. That's the part of like in San Diego. I hear like uh, about these strip clubs that have buffets, like all you can eat buffets. I'm like, that just sounds such Ew. a weird combo. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you don't think about food in strip clubs usually, but other places that's where you get like that's where the best steakhouses are and like Weird. like Atlanta we went to this place and like you know shrimp cocktail they have these shrimps I've never seen it like that big before and like that thick like that's so just awesome amazing. shrimp amazing like I, I didn't even know shrimp could get that big best steaks ever sounds nice yeah let's make a trip let's go to strip club once everything <laughs> opens back up so no problems in your life not You're really perfectly I mean, happy uh yeah um shit uh Definitely need to start working out. Corona got me good this time. The hiking trails are back home, but it's 90 degrees now. So yeah. It's like- you know, I just want my gym to open back up because um, even when I was a member of my gym, I didn't really go that much. But right when Corona started happening, I was like, damn, I, I wish I could just go to the gym right now. Yeah. You know, because it's usually I, I'm finding time to go to the gym when I'm not, you know. Yeah. Now that we have all the free time. All the free go. time ever. I, I don't know how many times I was like, God damn it. I wish I could. Do I kind of wanted to get a stationary bike for my apartment. Uh-huh. But then I thought about it. And I was like. Only old people have stationary bikes in their apartment. Well, that's one it that's, makes you look old when someone walks in and you have a stationary bike. Right. I, and, yeah, I wanted to get a Peloton. And then I, I, I used to have one of those ellipticals. And I had, like, this nice one that had, like, all the displays and, like, mm-hmm. that Bluetooth and shit. But 
again, I just sat there. I, I would use it. I used it for like three months hardcore, and then I didn't use it for four years. <laughs> and then one day I was like, fuck it. I just um, threw it out in my backyard, and somebody took it. But, oh, damn. <laughs> Could have gotten some money for that. But things like that, it's like, I don't, I don't come to my house and check right. it out. Um, okay, I think I only have one final question. Uh, so you've been doing comedy you could argue since 2007 or ever, whatever, since yeah. you started back up in LA, what has been your biggest failure, biggest regret? Has there ever been something where you're like, man, I really fucked that up? Or man, if I had done that better, I would have gotten this. Uh, Is there a, like an audition you've blown or a set you've uh, blown for someone? Has there been, do you have any regrets? Or uh, not, maybe you don't regret it, but something where you think, man, if I had just uh, done a better job right there. Uh, Let's see. Um, um, biggest regret. It doesn't even need to be a regret. Just something where, like, man, I auditioned for this movie and I forgot my line. I don't know. Something where you just fucked it up. Um, like a cool. Have you have you fucked up any dope opportunities? In LA. Oh, I'm sure I have. I, I'm the worst at that that kind of shit because I'm I'm one of the very few comedians or people that live out here that really is trying to make it. Like I want to be a superstar. I right. Wanna, I want to be a TV show and mm-hmm. stuff like that because uh, I already feel like I have the best job working with Joe. You know, it's mm-hmm. like it's pretty much ideal. Um, so I I'm sure. Fuck. I feel like that I have something. <laughs> Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're just chilling. Oh, I guess, you know, one one thing would be uh, when I started Death Squad, I... I, I How I, did you think of the name Death Squad? Uh, it's old, a uh, long time ago, me and Joe and like five other people, like Tate Fletcher and uh, Ari Shafir, I think, or just a couple other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were doing Opie and Anthony. Anthony. And it was like after 9 11, and it was like there was all these terrorist cells and stuff. And th- I guess on the news, Opie and Anthony were watching the news and they were talking about death squads. Like, oh, they captured another death squad in, in Saudi Arabia oh, or something like that. And so when we walked in, we had like, we used to roll with a gang, like Tate Fletcher. He's a huge, yeah, huge, huge guy. And, and so Opie said something like, oh, look at this death squad ro- uh, walking in here, you know? And you just took that right well, with it. Then after that, we used to always jokingly call each other death squad. Like me and Joe be like, let's grab the death squad together and go to the bars or something yeah. like that. And so when Joe Rogan podcast became successful, I, I told Joe I had this idea to make a podcast network where I could do podcasts for Ari and Joey or whoever wants it, like all our friends. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's a great name. And I was like, and I was like, I'm just going to call it death squad because that's what we call ourselves anyway. Yeah. You know, so that's how we got it. But I think the thing is, is that when like looking back at that, um, that was all me paying for it. Like, uh, we didn't have sponsors still don't really at death squad, uh, except for kill Tony. Um, but so i all, all my paychecks, I would just spend on equipment, spend on right. rent, spend on making these shows for all my friends that are mm-hmm. now making tons of millions of dollars, you know, and I should, right. I should get a cut of that too. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, I think my biggest regret is that I didn't take that instead of making it a hobby that I was having fun doing I didn't take it serious where I didn't I didn't get business minded about it I didn't like you know have contracts it was also hard to predict you know like for you it was kind of this fun project your hobby like you said you didn't know that 
everyone was gonna have but, a big but career. But even when him. I was in the thick of it, you know, like mm -hmm. even when you know, like Aria had already moved on and Tom Segura had already moved on, I was already. I was like, I should have contracts. I should have, you should, you should get sponsors instead of mm -hmm. making it this pirate radio underground thing that, that I like. Uh -huh. uh, I should have built up more of a business model of it mm -hmm. because then I look at places, you know, like uh, the Nerdist and shit like that. Right. These companies that got bought for millions and millions of dollars. Right. And I could have done that, you know, easily. Easily. Yeah. Uh, because I, you know, at a point I was on top of everything on that. And instead I was like, fuck it. I don't care. This is all more about a hobby of mine and more of a, uh, I want it to be underground and piratey. I don't want it to, I don't want to mm -hmm. have employees. You right. Know? Like you I, don't want to have contracts because they're your friends and you're yeah, like, yeah, let's yeah. come in and do this. Yeah. Cause it's yeah. more just like, I like doing it and having fun and I want to help my friends out, you know, yeah. instead of being what I should have done if I was thinking about money and business. I think that's the biggest regret. Cause looking back at it, I mean, I could, I could have a house in Malibu right now. I could have a house anywhere I fucking want. Yeah. Right you, now. This Burbank $1.5 million house, yeah. you'd be like, yeah. who cares? That's yeah. Let's just buy one. I'll buy another one yeah. in Austin. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Because it, it, it is kind of sad thinking about that. It's also one of those things where when you're younger, too, you're like, I don't care. I don't need a house. I have my apartment. It's nice. Right. And then as you get older, you're like, it'd be nice to own a house. Yeah. Well, yeah. my problem is my apartment, I've lived there so long that there's so much damage to it. It's just <laughs> not damage I've done just from living like you know like uh like the floor is just starting to fall apart and mm -hmm. like like little things to the point where i don't even want my landlords to come in and fix it because that means oh we have to take everything out of your living room and right. you know and i was like i'm more like i'm just i just need to move out mm -hmm. but the problem is it's like the place i live in would go up rent probably like fifteen hundred dollars this right yeah exactly yeah, so, yeah. it's it's so hard yeah I guess, yeah, just not being as business-minded as uh, I should have been in the past. Because, well, you know. from Well, maybe from here on out. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, maybe Kill, Kill Tony's totally yeah, different. Yeah, maybe Kill Tony will get a $50 million <laughs> Spotify deal. Yeah, million exactly. Dollar. Kill Tony's totally different. That's the first time where we've had sponsors. Uh, we've been doing I'm still surprised that's not a TV show. Uh, yeah, but in these times, it's so uh, politically incorrect that... I don't think it could be a TV show anymore. It would have. It would be a shitty t it version of be Kill a shitty version. Yeah, I'm surprised it's, it hasn't it, been made a shitty version. Well, of Kill I, it, Tony. we've had many offers. People trying to do that. We had Vice mm -hmm. at one point. We had uh, a couple Comedy Central. Mm -hmm. But the the thing is, is that why like nowadays. You don't. You more, more people money. are watching YouTube. Right. Yeah, than you they almost are make more money yeah. podcasting than you would right. with the TV show right. version. Yeah, and we don't have to so. censor it. We can make it as long as we want. Because like a lot of these places, like we're going to edit uh, the episode down to twenty two minutes. Hey, but you could still keep doing the podcast and have the shit. TV and that, that was another thing. A lot of these places wanted one would, or the other. Yeah, they, yeah. they wanted to have a Fair little enough. bit more control. And I don't think it's nowadays. Like me and Tony are doing good, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, it's only going getting better every year. Yeah, so. it's only growing. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. And watching Joel Jimenez and Jeremiah yeah. and all these people that are getting big followings from being such on it. Yeah. Jeremiah is a psycho. Yeah. But like a sweetheart, <laughs> harmless psycho. psycho right? Like a psycho that you could leave in your house for a week and know that nothing would get damaged. Oh, no, no. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, um, I don't know if I should say this, but we always have this joke that 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 he's like the serial killer of the group, you know, <laughs> because it's, uh, of how nice if and I like, had positive to pick, he is. If I had to pick a yeah, serial if you had killer. To pick, if you had to pick one cast member that is I don't a think Jeremiah's a serial killer, but if I had to pick one, yeah, it'd be Jeremiah. Yeah, right? Yeah, Joel's it's, too much of a softie. Yeah. Yeah, you're too cuddly and drunk. Right. 
yeah, uh, Tony's. Could have, well, I don't Tony. know. Maybe Tony. Maybe Tony, Tony, Tony actually. Yeah, maybe Tony or no, Jeremiah. Tony would actually. Yeah, Tony I changed would my be mind. Killer. Yeah, Tony. I mean, it's killer. funny to say that Jeremiah is the serial killer. No, it's but Tony. It's totally no. Tony. Yeah. Yeah. But he would be smart about it and get away with it. Oh, yeah, totally. Jeremiah would feel guilty and then, like, say, hey, <laughs> just so you know, I killed your mom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. He would walk backwards into the police station with his hands and behind his back. Mm-hmm. Guys, I'm coming in. Do I have your attention? <laughs> well, thanks for doing my podcast. Thank you for having me. It's, yeah, I think this is, like, maybe the fifth time we've tried to do a podcast in the last three years. I don't even – yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I guess we did. I forget about it. Yeah. But, no, I appreciate it and, like – I don't know. You were one of the first people to give me a show, like to put me up at stand-up when I moved out here, and you put me on an old DeathSquad.tv show, and it was just, you were always really cool and nice. And I think you're one of me. the closest guys I know, Ari. Thanks, man. Wait, don't touch me. There's Corona. Your hands are full of Corona. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, I remember McCullough introduced us at the bar yeah, of the comedy store. I still it. remember that, and I was like, not starstruck, but I knew who you were, and it was just cool to meet you, and then you were just cool, and we've been friends ever since. It's really cool, so thanks for doing the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Talk to you later. I see you. Bye. You're listening to, You're listening to unlicensed. 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 Unlicensed therapy with Ari Manis. Ari Manis.